Mike Vanek Sucks Podcast, probably sports the following. Hey, guys, check out Ceremonial Sound right here in Bristol, Virginia. And if you need a beer, go ahead and cross the state line and uh, go check out my buddies at Elder Brew. It's the only fucking bar I want to go to anymore. Um, also, please support. Oh, by the way, Elder Brew is in Bristol, Tennessee. Yeah, support Talking Shop with the Boss in the Box. They're on hiatus right now, but go ahead and check out their years of archival episodes. Please support the West Fact Up podcast, Mountain Smoke Shop, Tope Suicida, and the Of the Dead Designs crew. Please support Ace of Space Radio, RealityCheckTV.com, and RealityCheckTV. Please support. Capital Chaos TV with my buddy Zorin out in Sacramento. Please support Maximum Rock and Roll Magazine and Maximum Rock and Roll Radio. Check them out at MaximumRockandRoll.com. Bands for Bands and Music Depot Music Store right there in Hayward, California. Please support... Central Valley Death Metal, Relic Moon Records, and as always, GunMusicRadio.com and Supreme Pro Wrestling. All right, guys. Enjoy the show.
Wars figures. R2-D2. Chewbacca, Luke, and Princess Leia. They're the Star Wars early bird set of figures. These action figures are not yet available, but this Star Wars early bird certificate package is in stores with this colorful Star Wars picture display stand and certificate to send in to get a set of figures by mail. They'll be sent to you at home between February 1st and June 1st. The Star Wars Early Bird Certificate Package, new from Kenner. It's Darth Vader, watch out! And he's got a lightsaber! It's Kenner's new Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. I got you now, Ben Kenobi. With R2-D2 and C-3PO, there's even Chewbacca and Han Solo. Someone's coming, Chewie. Who's there? It's Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Now I know the Force is with us. Darth Vader, R2-D2, C-3PO, and other Kenner Star Wars action figures, each sold separately. A little bit of our bakery right to your door. Magnolia Bakery. So, you want to play like Metallica? The best way to play like us is to play with us. In this musician course, you'll learn our most recognizable riffs. Keep your hand in movement at a minimum. Here's how I'm holding the pick. I've three fingers going on it. The very first scale that most people learn is the pentatonic box.
each dog separately. Large-sized dog Data with his lightsaber. And Earth Leia, champion of the rebel cause. With her defender, Luke Skywalker. He can swing him into action on his grappling hook. And little Chewbacca laser crossbow. <coughs> Star Wars large-sized action figures. Up to 15 inches tall and ready for action. Large-sized Darth Vader, Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, each sold separately from Kenner.
Trooper. Codename Flash Ranger. Codename Stalker. Communications Officer. Codename Breaker. Machine Gunner. Codename Rock and Roll. Counterintelligence. Codename Scarlet Commando. Codename Snake Eyes. Each sold separately. E.I. Joe from Hasbro. <laughs> He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I.
special battle tank comes with figure, other figures, and Destro sold separately from Destro. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there.
G.I. Joe can fly. G.I. Joe, American hero. He's chasing Cobra in a desperate race. Soaring and diving in a great sky chase. Yeah, G.I. Joe Falcon Glider and Cobra Viper Glider sold separately. Figures included from Hasbro. He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe's a Cobra attack. Get the G.I. Joe hovercraft. Get the new Joe's aboard. G.I. Joe hovercraft holds nine Joe's. It's the big new way to bring the team into action. And it floats on water. Release this charger.
Mike Van Accept's podcast sounds from the underground. Welcome. <clears throat> it's another great night of sounds from the underground. This is my pseudo remedial home radio show. It's a spawn of the Mike Vanek Sucks podcast. And I'm Mike Vanek. And I suck. How the fuck y'all doing tonight? If you have a request, drop it in the chat. Text metal to 865-824-6427. Or just drop me a YouTube link in the same number. And uh, I would be glad to play any request you have tonight. Also, if you'd like to come on the Mike Vanek Sucks podcast, please text metal. To 865-824-6427, and we will get you hooked the fuck up. Whether you have a band, <clears throat> electronic music project, uh, whether you're putting on a movie, you want to talk about it, whether you are a stand-up comedian, you got a tour coming up, you want to fucking talk about it, dude, text metal to 865 865- Eight two four six four two seven, and I will hook you the fuck up, and we'll put new eyes on your product. I promise. Speaking of putting eyes on a product, this is a great band from the Bay Area. They are called Gershock. Check them out. Uh, go on their YouTube channel and check out their fucking remakes of Metallica's "Sea Anger" and Slayer's "Dead Skin Mask," which are two of my favorite bands. And probably my two least favorite songs that they sing. And Gershock knocked it out of the park. So go check them the fuck out. And enjoy this. I'm here at the airport and there's something going on in here. Can you hear that?
separately from Hasbro. Oh, 
Transformers. Nothing is what it seems. Meet the Constructicon, six evil robots that transform into one mechanical giant.
Mike Vanek Snacks Podcast. That massively large sound you just fucking heard was new music from Violence. Yes, I'm talking about Bay Area Thrash Metal Legends, Violence. New music. What up, Perry? How you doing, dog? Um, I'm Mike Vanek and I suck. Welcome back to the Mike Vanek Selects Podcast. Sounds... From the underground, how the fuck are you doing right now? I'm still waiting for an answer. So that was um, violence. Before that, you heard also Bay Area Thrash Metal Legends fucking defiance. Before that, old school paradox. Lions at the Gate featuring members of Il Nino. What up, Larry? Um, Septic Death, Old Schools, Gershock, War Clown, Vespers, Demon Waffle. What up, Mid a Good One? With your ska show, support this is ska with Mid a Good One. Mass Driver, The Boneless Ones, Hatred, Coat Hanger, Abortion. So I know what you're saying. Well, you got a ska song and a rock, and a rock song in the middle of all this goddamn metal because I play whatever the fuck I want on Mike Vanek's podcast. Before we could get going, I haven't done this in a while. Music news brought to you by Loudwire. This is where I read the um, headlines on Loudwire and then usually talk shit about it because Loudwire is a bunch of shit. All right, so Travis Barker has been hospitalized. His daughters thank fans for their support. Well, I'm sorry. Biggest heavy band of all time. I bet you they're not heavy. Fight breaks out at a show while Eagles play. Take it easy. <laughs> that writes itself. Fuck the Eagles. Pop Station plays Rage Against the Machine on repeat to protest layoffs. Ida says they're about to flip that stadium. Uh, Death Metal Choir on America's Got Talent. Uh, Travis, yeah, fucking pancreatitis. Travis Barker's got pancreatitis. That's got to hurt. Uh, Five-figure death punch bassist calls BS on people threatening to leave the U.S. Well, fuck you. I hate you, and I hate your band. Um, ten facts about System of a Down debut. Only super fans would know. <laughs> Who cares? The winner of season one of No Cover Band competition show is Don't Give a Fuck. New Dee Snyder graphic novel about PMRC battle coming soon. Well, good for him. School janitor goes viral for Amazing Journey cover. Right the fuck on. R.E.M.'s Mike Mills' $6.5 million Hollywood home has amazing views. Well, fuck him. Dave Mustaine. Bands who rely on backing tracks are fucking lazy. <clears throat> That's one we're reading. And, and fuck your ad. Uh, damn ads. Ruin my fucking podcast. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about you and your fucking ad. Uh, God damn it. <sighs> Ruining my goddamn segment. Uh, Megadeth leader Dave Mustaine is the latest in the string of rockers who have recently weighed in on the controversial topic of backing tracks. 
stating that he thinks bands who use them are fucking lazy. Megadeth, who just released a brand new song called We'll Be Back, last week spent the month of June touring throughout Europe. Mustaine made his comments about backing tracks during, during an interview with Kerrang Radio at UK's Download Festival. Okay, guess what? Um, I've seen some of the bands, some of the metal bands um, that uh, have backing tracks, like, <laughs> um, and, um, you know, whatever. I always thought Dave Mustaine had a backing track, but that's just me. Moving on. Shall we? Mm, now that the server's back up, I should do a thrash apocalypse episode and play some fucking Megadeth. I got a Megadeth in the fucking system. I got a bunch of shit here I can't play on social media. <clears throat> All y'all would fucking like this shit right here. Fucking, I'm playing it anyway. Oh, it's time to wind down the good old Mike Van Clark's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Slayer covering Exodus. And what the fuck is... Can't get any cooler than that. This is Strike of the Beast by Slayer.
full 12 months a year, the 28 teams of the National Football League prepare for one day in January, Super Bowl Sunday. Every phase of every team's operation is focused on a single goal, the World Championship of Professional Football. Over 1,200 men have performed in Super Bowls, a game that has become America's one-day sporting event. One big play under America's microscope can follow a player for the... in the house. There's ass, blood, and guts everywhere. Now, let me just say, uh, the killing of these, these teenagers has been tra tragic, but, uh, hey, you know, shit happens. The rest of his life, 
The stakes are high, and the rewards are great. The winning team is awarded the Vince Lombardi Trophy, named in honor of the man who won the first two Super Bowls. More than 500 million people worldwide watch the Super Bowl on television, waiting for someone to emerge as a it is the hottest pressure cooker in American sport, and each Super Bowl has its share of heroes and memorable plays. some of the game's greatest players prove they are human after all. This is a story of the men who have stood on the summit of professional football. And each year, their footprints are blown away, clearing a path for other teams with other stars to make their way to the peak. agreed to merge in the summer of 1966 one of the details to be worked out and so on for the championship game to be played between the two leagues and we never knew what to call the game 
my children each had a, a ball called a super ball and my daughter was always talking about that ball it was a highly concentrated rubber ball that you could bounce on concrete and it would literally bounce over a house very much like a golf ball would and she was always talking about that super ball and i think it was one of those spontaneous things i just said you know the last game the final game the super bowl on january 15th 1967 the kansas city Chiefs and green bay packers met in the very first afl nfl championship game everybody in the chiefs organization felt an awareness that we were representing the six-year history of the american football league we weren't just representing kansas city or the chiefs we were representing the whole afl and i'm sure on the other side the packers felt the same way too for the nfl but that first game was very significant because it was the only time that a team from the pure afl and leave me so quick i'm gonna cut off his balls and i'm gonna chop off his dick Also why this was the only Super Bowl that did not sell out. 
Those who did attend saw the underdog Chiefs score twice in the first half to stay close to the favorite Packers, 14-10. But Cassidy coach Hank Stram was still worried about pregame statements made by Chiefs cornerback Fred Williamson. If we had any psychological advantage going against the Packers in Super Bowl One. Uh, we couldn't do any talking. We had to be quiet. And here's Fred expounding on what he was was going to do to the Packers, how he was going to level them. The man known as the Hammer had boasted all week that he would come down on Green Bay receivers Carol Dale and Boyd Dollar. Stram quietly comes over to me and says, that kind of attitude we can't have here. You can't be that kind of braggadocio guy that uh, you're going to... Uh, because of the fact that after that, Max McGee came in. And it takes him an hour and 25 minutes to run a 100-yard dash. He goes over the other side of the field, and I look up, he's catching two slanting passes for two touchdowns. As damaging as the McGee scores were, it was Willie Wood's third-quarter interception that devastated the Chiefs. After Wood brought the ball deep into Kansas City territory, the legendary Packer sweep took center stage. Kansas City 14. The Jim Taylor on a power sweep. Running back to the 10. Taylor is in for the...
football field now because I'm, I'm out. They got the hammer. They said, come on, get up. And I refused to get up. I'm embarrassed. They came and he dragged me off the field and dumped me on the sidelines when he dumped me. I jumped up and I waved at my fans to let him know I was all right. The hammer was conscious enough to read the final score. Packers 35, Chiefs 10. An important victory for the NFL and Green Bay coach Vince Lombardi. Vince would bring his Titans back the following year to Miami's Orange Bowl for their second straight AFL-NFL championship. This time, the opposition was the Oakland Raiders, who simply could not stop this team of Green Bay legends. The Raiders did themselves no favors by committing a wide variety of foul-ups and blunders. The Silver and Black have played some of the best postseason games
Green Bay bolted to a 16-7 second quarter lead, with the key play coming on a 62-yard touchdown pass from game MVP Bart Starr to a now very healthy Boyd Dollar. But as the Packers went to the locker room at halftime, something besides simply the game's outcome weighed heavily on their minds. We had all been pretty aware of the fact that Coach Lombardi was thinking very, very seriously about retirement. And uh, while many of us cussing or calling names or a number of things, it's something like you might do with your family. You can call your brother something, but don't let anybody else call him the same thing. It's the same way with Mr. Lombardi. We can cuss him. We're from over there, and uh, we're happy to be here with Ringworm and no other man. Thanks a lot. This song is about my balls. It's called Dropout. <laughs> was heard loud and clear. Number 26. 
cornerback, Herb Adderley, the second-half onslaught that buried the Raiders 33-14 and gave Lombardi a victory in the last game he ever coached for the Packers. The World Championship Award he earned now bears the name the Vince Lombardi Trophy in his memory. Super Bowl III provided the classic matchup of David and Goliath. The AFL underdog Jets first... Okay, this is Ballroom Hero. Face down in the gutter water. Upstarts actually were going to play against us, and we were 15 and one. The only game we had lost was to the Cleveland Browns. We had just played Cleveland in Cleveland, had beaten them 34 to nothing for the NFL title, and now we we're going to finish up as the greatest team in history. We never recognized the American Football League. Never watched their games. I'd never seen Joe Namath throw a football until I, the warm-ups prior to that game. We didn't recognize them. That was just a semi-pro league that uh, if you couldn't make it in the NFL, that's where you went. 
Namath would be the central character of an incredible pre-game drama in Miami. Ironically, Joe's coach, Weeb Eubank, had gone to great lengths to avoid controversy. He wasn't entirely successful. Well, the thing that I thought happened in Super Bowl three that Weeb handled it great. He took us down there three days early, uh, turned the players loose, no bed check. Then uh, we started our week preparation for the team. They brought the wives in. They room with their wives. Well, there's one thing that we view back into our head. He says, whatever you do. Joe's criticism of Colt quarterback Morrill 
was Colt place kicker Lou Michaels. The scuffle at the bar between uh, Namath and uh, Michaels. Uh, Joe was saying how they were going to kick the uh, butts of the Colts, and uh, Lou Michaels said uh, not only were the Colts going to kick the uh, Jets' butts, but he would personally that night uh, do the same thing to Joe. And it ended up uh, Joe being a smarter guy uh, that he ended up buying around the drinks, and everybody ended up uh, having a good time that night. But just when that has finally appeared to quiet down, Namath dropped his ultimate bombshell. He was at a uh, banquet and where they honored him, and and, uh, and during a question and answer uh, uh, session, where they asked him, uh, uh, "What do you think uh, about the game? Who's going to win?" He said, "Well, we'll win, and I guarantee it." Well, I could have shot him. I think it really helped us because we all felt.
Mike Manic Sucks Podcast. This is Sounds from the Underground. And we are winding down. And guess what, kids? That's my time. Well, thank you all for joining me for two hours of fucking underground music. I had a great time tonight. I'm about to go post this on the server and then go to bed because I got to work tomorrow. But anyways, thank you guys very much for watching, for listening. Uh, Mike Manic Sucks is everywhere rss.com forward slash podcast forward slash Mike Vanek sucks. Mike Vanek sucks is on Instagram, Facebook, and that all important YouTube channel. Uh, you can see this episode on the YouTube channel. If you wish, um, please click like and smash that subscribe button. Um, if you would like to donate to the Mike Vanek suck podcast, the YouTube, uh, the fucking PayPal rather, is booking 209 at yahoo.com every dime that gets donated goes back into the podcast so please help and support thank you very much leon for your fucking kind donations all right i'll leave you with one more and i'm gonna go to fucking bed oh man where is it when you go out of your way to do things, just for it not to work. Oh, my God. Anyways, let's go over the list real quick, shall we? Tonight, you heard music from Realm from Knoxville, Tennessee, my hometown rock band, Broken Trojan from Turlock, California, Dropkick Murphys, which is probably going to get me in trouble, Nerve Endings from right here in Bristol, Anti-Scene from North Carolina, not a lot from the 209 old school shit. Oakland, California's legendary Oppressed Logic, MDC, Abysmal Piss. What up, JT? Um, Slayer, doing an Exodus cover. Brand new music from Violence, old school music from Defiance, which you just got back together, actually. Yeah. Um... Paradox, Lions at the Gate featuring Aru and other members from Il Nino, Septic Death, Gershock, War Clown from Knoxville, Tennessee, Vespers from right here in Bristol, Demon Waffle, Mass Driver from Knoxville, Tennessee, Boneless Ones with brand new music, Hatred also with brand new music, and we started to set off with Coat Hanger Abortion. Topical. Anyways, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, and fuck yeah. All right, so let's find one. Here's the song that I want to leave with. All right, guys, I don't know if I'll be back tomorrow, but I probably will. I'm probably going to record tomorrow's episode, so. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, and fuck yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, keep one foot in the gutter, one fist in the gold. I'm Mike Vanek, and I suck. This is me saying, see
Yeah, I'm not 